0: How are you now? How are you now? Um, well, the Montreal Canadiens lose again. Uh, so once again, we're going to talk about uh, a loss, of course. Uh, this time, 4-3 to three in overtime at the hands of the Nashville Predators in Nashville. Uh, hello and welcome to episode uh, 26 of the Bottom 6 Minutes podcast presented by Habs Eyes and the Prize. I am Matt Drake. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not really that pissed off about that one. Uh, at the very least... One of the things I've been asking for, right, is, like, entertaining games. And this was uh, a pretty entertaining one. Uh, It could have been a lot worse, uh, but it it was entertaining at the very least. They got to overtime, uh, got to have a little bit of fun there. So, I mean, what happened? So, less than five minutes in, uh, Eli or Ellie, I I don't know, is it Eli or Ellie? Tolvanen, let's just call him Tolvanen, uh, gets a tip less than five minutes into the game. uh, Tips went in, and immediately I was like, oh, my God, this is going to go south, and it's going to go south fast. Uh, the halves were outshot, outpossessed, out everything in the first period. But uh, they stood tall. After the and the goal, they actually woke up a little bit. Uh, you know, showed a little bit of fight. Jake Allen looked good. Kept themselves in it. Uh, they get into the second period with uh, just down one goal. Not too bad. Uh, second period, uh, get an early power play. Showed some decent movement in the first period on a power play. And uh, they cash in early in the second. This time, it's Nick Suzuki who absolutely rips one. Absolute rocket of a shot from uh, near the top of the faceoff circle. Makes it 1-1. Uh, later on, Christian Dvorak legs out an icing. Absolute hustle on that play. Legs it out, um, goes to the net, and he bangs in uh, a David Savard shot rebound. David Savard shoots. Christian Dvorak bangs it in. Excellent work by Dvorak on that play. Just absolute hustle to even beat that icing in the first place. Uh, and it's 2-1. Habs have a lead. Nashville challenges it, but it doesn't go. Habs obviously get a, uh, a power play as a result of Nashville. They get a 5-on-3 as well. And uh, Dominique Sham doesn't even let Cole Caulfield go out for the 5-on-3, despite the fact that he looked very good on the previous power plays that they had. But more on that later. Um, uh, they, they they looked pretty good uh, overall on the power play on the night, but not on the 5-on-3. It did not look good. The Predators, of course, uh, they take the lead away. Um, tie the game up. They get a goal from Tanner Jeannot, um to make it 2-2. Two two. It looked to me like that was a high stick. The refs reviewed it, but it was a very fast review. To me, that was definitely a high stick. I don't know. Um, the replay was a little bit inconclusive. I don't know. If they, like, if they took a legitimate longer look at that, if they would have changed their minds on it. So, I mean, good on Sham for, for not challenging that, I guess, uh, and then putting them down a man. But uh, anyways, it counts 2-2. Two two. And that's what it was going into the third period. And four minutes into the third period, another great pass from Cole Caulfield. All of a sudden, he's an elite playmaker. Uh, makes an amazing drop feed back to Brett Kulak coming into the zone. And bang, he makes it 3-2 to two for the Montreal Canadiens. And Nashville just dominates from there. Uh, that goal after that, the Habs, I don't know if they were trying to sit on that 3-2 to two lead or what, but Nashville really took over the game in a way they hadn't. Uh, like they, they pretty well dominated the other two periods as well, but nothing like what they were doing uh, the tail end of the third after the 3 2 goal went in. And of course, uh, it pays off. Eventually, they get a mad scramble in front, and Luke Koonen bangs it in, makes it 3 3, sends us into overtime. And of course, if you were watching the game, well, you already know what happened. Philip Forsberg scores with 12 seconds. Uh, left in overtime to win it for the Predators, uh, keeping the Habs from getting into a shootout, which would have made it, you know, at least a little bit more entertaining. Uh, so I was really kind of pulling for that shootout, but um, what are you going to do? Uh, that's the game. Habs lose, uh, <laughs> as they often do. So um, let's start it off with Silver Lining of the Night. Uh, definitely going to have to go with Cole Caulfield. Um, he managed to get a two-point night uh, right after he got promoted, right? So I, I honestly wonder if, you know, Jeff Gorton coming in and immediately Cole Caulfield gets promoted after the first game that he sat down and watched. I think the first game that he actually sat down and watched live was – it had to have been the one against Colorado that I was at. So, um, you know, odd to me that immediately Cole Caulfield gets promoted. I wonder if that was Gorton, you know, getting into uh, Dominic Deschamps' ear a little bit, but he looked great. Um, on a night where not a lot of Habs players looked great, honestly. Uh, it, it was an entertaining game, but they got ran over in like every statistical category. If you go to natural statric, again, shameless natural statric plug. Uh, Corsi, so shot attempts, 71.05% in favor of the Predators at even strength. Uh, uh, scoring chances, 72.34% in favor of the Predators at even strength. 88.89% of high danger scoring chances for uh, in favor of the Predators. I mean, I I, I don't, I'm, I'm not going to just keep rattling off stats like they got destroyed, but Cole Caulfield uh, was arguably the best forward for the Montreal Canadiens uh, overall. Realistically, very tempting to give that silver liner to Jake Allen again because he, uh, he really kept them in that game. Uh, if not for him, you know, it easily could have been 6-3, 7-3, who knows, right? He made 40 saves. Uh, so, you know, big kudos to him. But for me, Silver Lion is going to be Cole Caulfield because he's part of the future, right? And if this is a sign of, you know, Jeff Gorton kind of getting into Sham's ear and making him use young players like Cole Caulfield a little bit more, that's good news. That's great news because we're going to really get to see them actually develop their game uh, and work on things uh, at the NHL level. It pissed me off to no end when I saw five on three, though, and Ducharme didn't use Caulfield. I mean, that alone, for me, it should be a fireable offense at this point because the owner came out and said they want to focus on development. Uh, Drafting and development is what's going to make this team better moving forward uh, and make them stay better, right? And he's not using one of his best weapons in a five-on-three power play. I mean, uh, I guess technically that's Alex Burrow's thing is the power play, but, I mean, as the head coach... You know, if development is the thing that you want to be working on the most as an organization, would you not be taking one of your youngest scorers and wanting to put him in a position to succeed, such as a 5-on-3 power play that you don't get very many of? And, you know, his best asset is his shot? I I, I don't understand that. Um, That being said, they, you know, apparently are going to hold on to him until at least the end of the year. Um, I don't agree with that. Uh, I think anybody who listens to this podcast knows I don't agree with that whatsoever. But uh, at the end of the day, it it seems like it's what they're going to do. So I'm probably going to lay off that a little bit, uh, at least until the next massive loss. Uh, But really, he should be fired. What are are we doing here? right? Um, That that, that decision was ridiculous to me. And the, the fact that, again, in my opinion, I think it took Jeff Gordon telling him to promote Cole Caulfield and give him more minutes. In order for him to actually do that, it's problematic for me to no end. But as always, um, I'm a little bit off track uh, talking again about firing people. Uh, but of course, again, pretty entertaining game overall. If they could lose more games that way, like where it's a little bit like they're getting some goals and it's, it's higher scoring, uh, maybe get to overtime a few times. I mean, it, at least the rest of the season would be a little bit more fun, right? Um, I don't think anybody's complaining about seeing a little bit more overtime and stuff like that. Yeah, it's you know getting a point kind of pushes them up in the standings technically, uh, so that hurts their their Shane Wright sweepstakes opportunities a little bit. But I don't think a point here and there is really going to hurt them to the point where they won't have a good lottery chance. I, I really don't think they're going to finish dead last in the league. Um, but yeah, again, I, I, if if a few overtime losses are the difference between finishing last and finishing third last, uh, that would surprise me. So, you know, they'll still have a pretty good chance in the lottery either way. Um, what else went well in that game? Uh, Christian Dvorak. Let's talk about Christian Dvorak for a second. I feel like he had a slow start to the season, and the last couple of weeks he's been playing a lot better. And that goal that he scored was, uh, like, some really impressive hustle, right? That might be some of the most effort I've seen from anybody on the Habs roster this season. He legged out that icing, um, just absolute hustle to do that, and then went straight to the net, um, and, you know, it paid off. I mean, more of that from him. More of that from him would be great, right? He figures to be somebody that maybe they can uh, they can make part of their rebuild. So, you know, more of that. Really good game from him overall, and particularly that play. Um, again, Nobody had a great game for the Montreal Canadiens except for Jake Allen, but um, I thought he played a pretty good game, and and that goal obviously was a uh, him getting rewarded for some epic hustle. Nick Suzuki also scored, so uh, there's that. Um, you know, he's the one one of the few guys on, on the roster that you're not worried about at all this season. Really, he's been looking good. Um, you know, looking like he's going to live up to every dollar of that contract that he signed. Uh, but he the, also the fact that he did it on the power play, right and that, I think, you know, could have been my silver lining, really, is that the power play overall looked pretty good in that game. Other than, of course, you know, the, the idiot move to not put Caulfield on for the fucking five-on-three. I mean, other than that, they looked pretty good. Like, they were moving the puck well. Uh, they were getting some good chances. They weren't relying as heavily on point shots as they normally do. Um, and they were feeding coffee. like the first power play they got he was on the second unit which I don't love I would have him on the first unit but um, they were feeding it to him like they were looking for him and he was getting the shots but UC Saros made uh, a couple of really good saves on him uh, you know g- good news man like maybe there's something there I don't know uh, it's definitely not going to be enough to turn this season around but it's good news for the future Right. And good news for the future is really what we should be looking for at this point, uh, because good news for this season is is probably not really going to come. Uh, let's face it. And yeah, they're not mathematically eliminated from the playoffs. But uh, this this isn't going to be one of those situations where they do a magical turnaround halfway through the year, uh, like the St. Louis Blues a few years ago and, and end up winning the cup. It's just not happening as much as I would love to see it. Um, uh, I'm going to cut it off there. Um, we're not back in action until Tuesday, so we got a couple of days off, actually. So today's episode, we're running, what, uh, well, actually a little bit under 12 minutes. So, typique uh, pour les employés de soutien. We are on Spotify, uh, Google Play, Apple, Megaphone. I am on Twitter, at DrakeMT, drop me a follow, I would appreciate it very much. Thank you, as always, for listening, and we will be back after Tuesday's game against the Tampa Bay Lightning, uh, that one. That one could go bad. That one could be another epic rant for me afterwards. Uh, but we'll see. Hopefully, again, what are we hoping for? Just some entertaining games. So again, thank you to everybody for listening. And à la prochaine.